you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. I've got the Vegas Bad Boys here with me, Matt Michaels and City City Steve. And this is our three count. We got three good stories here. We pulled off the internets and we're going to uh, share them and let you hear what we think about it. All right. So let's start with the first one. It's from SportsSkeeda.com. It's titled Bailey Hits Back at WWE for Stealing Release Stars Gimmick. It goes, former SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey has hit back at WWE for reusing release star Tyler Breeze gimmick. One of the most featured stars currently on Monday Night Raw is Austin Theory. He has been getting a lot of screen time with Vince McMahon over the last month and is surely looking to be in for a huge push. One aspect of his gimmick is him taking a selfie after beating up on his opponents in the ring. And this week on Raw, Austin cost Finn Balor his match and following that took a selfie in the ring with him. And WWE posted the same on their social media and it's uh, as seen in this tweet below. It is said that Bailey was quick to call the company out for the same, claiming there is only one, quote, Prince Pretty, end quote. This was a reference to former WWE superstar Tyler Breeze, who famously used to record himself from the front of the camera on the phone during his entrance. He was released from the promotion on June 25th, 2021. All right, guys. According to this, Bailey hits back at WWE for stealing Tyler Breeze move. Is this stealing? Is it borrowing? Is it? Something that just what everybody else do anyway, or what? What's your take on this, Sin City Steve? Uh, no, actually, uh, I, I don't think that I I don't think that this was necessarily a an attack on Tyler Breeze. Um, obviously, one thing to keep in mind is that Tyler Breeze would use the front camera on his phone during his entrance. That was the extent of it. Um, he did come out with a selfie stick and, you know, recorded himself uh, with the front facing camera on his phone. But that was only during his entrance. Um, I don't think that this really has anything to do necessarily with Austin Theory. Um, it's if if nothing else, it might be a, a, a nod to Tyler Breeze. But, yeah, it they're they're not mutually uh, exclusive. Uh, it's it it is what it is. You know, I don't see I don't see necessarily a problem with it. Well, Matt Michaels, uh, Bailey, hey, she saw that and she immediately got on the Twitters and says, hey, 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 that looks like somebody's move. I recognize why y'all doing that. Is she right to call that out? Well, first of all, she was in NXT with Tyler, Tyler Breeze, so I'm pretty sure that they're friends. Um, so, you know, I think it's tongue in cheek. Um, but this has nothing to do with Tyler Breeze at all. 
Austin Theory is taking selfies over his shoulder of guys that he's fucking put out. This is something that's completely new. We've never seen it done before. And uh, I have no problem with it. I don't think it ever in my head ever made me think of Tyler Breeze once. Tyler Breeze hasn't used that gimmick uh, with the camera forever. When they were doing the Breezango, he didn't come out with that selfie stick camera. So um, I think that this was a dumb article. Uh, I think that people are uh, getting paid for stupid things. And this is one of the stupidest things I think we've ever seen and talked about on three count. So for the record, I didn't pull that particular article, so I'll just leave it there. Uh, let's go over to has nothing to do has nothing to do with whoever pulled the article. The truth of the matter is is that it's just a stupid story. It shouldn't even been a wrestling story. It's bullshit. Let's move over to count two. Another one that's from sportskeeda.com titled Vince Russo firmly believe eight-time WWE champion will buy the company. In a way, it reads is that former WWE writer Vince Russo recently shared his thoughts on the potential future of the company's ownership. He was speaking to our Dr. Chris Featherstone on the latest episode of his podcast, and Russo stated that he firmly believed that Nick Khan will buy the company with the backing of eight-time WWE champion The Rock. He's quoted saying, What about the Khan-Rock tie? We we just learned about. Now that's who buys WWE, bro. Right there. Oh my God, bro. Yes, I think Khan's part of the Rock's buying group. I'm telling you, bro. When I saw that, I was like, Holy crap, bro! Where did this come out of? They have known each other since childhood. Khan's on the inside. He knows all the finances, bro. If the Rock bought the XFL, what's next, bro? I would. Like to see The Rock buy that company, Vince Russo said. That was the end quote. Okay, Matt Michaels, what's going on here? So I think um, it's a very, very plausible um, idea, um, being that Nikon is on the inside. And, uh, you know, we can we can see that possibly happen. But um, even more so, what was interesting is that Nick Khan took over over a year ago. Mm-hmm. He got hired. Nick Khan's sister is a showrunner on The Young Rock and helped develop it. And Dave Meltzer was in total disbelief and shock that there is a connection between the families that shows you how much of a sports journalist this asshole is when he can't even figure out that Nick Khan had a connection to the rock because Nick Khan's sister is on the goddamn fucking creative staff of the rock show. Come on, Dave Meltzer. Come on. Stop. Stop slopping on Kenny Omega's knob and Japan's dome and, you know, start doing a job and maybe becoming a journalist. Mm, Wow. Sin City, Steve. 
how big uh, uh, <laughs> how big would this be if this uh, this actually was to take place? Yeah, it, drawing the you know, okay, The Rock bought the XFL for fifteen million dollars out of bankruptcy. Um, however, the fact is, realistically, the WWE itself, if he were to buy it is going to be a multi-billion dollar purchase. Last time I checked, Dwayne Johnson is not a billionaire. Now, if he is involved with an ownership group, bro, then I'll tell you, then it might hold some water, bro. But what I think, bro, is the case is that it's going to end up being sold to a larger company, bro, or a group of investors, bro, like Disney, bro, or ESPN, bro, which is its parent company is Disney, bro. So no, yeah, I, I don't. I don't see the Rock buying it. Along those lines, though, Steve, remember, remember the the truth of the matter is is that a company like let's say Disney, they can buy it with a partnership under Rock. So the Rock could actually own and do the business operations of the company. And Disney will just be the distributor and have everything under the banner. So that is a possibility in terms of that aspect where it doesn't have to be straight out purchase. Yeah. So, I mean, realistically, I think that, yes, they are, they are going to be selling within the next few years. We've talked about that ad nauseum, you know, numerous times on the show. Um, but in all seriousness, I think that we are seeing steps being taken to clean up the books. We're seeing things, uh, you know, steps being made to uh, get rid of um, high price talent that they're not using to their fullest extent. And they're definitely getting everything in order for some sort of a, an, you know, a, a sale or something of that nature. Um, regardless of who's involved, I think that times, that the time's almost here, you know, the time's almost here that we'll wake up one day and the WWE will no longer be owned by a member of the McMahon family. And I think that that is something that we all we've talked about, but we haven't grasped the actual gravity behind that situation. Good points. Good points. Thank you much. Sin City Steve. All right, let's go over to our third count which also comes from sportsgita.com is titled Mick Foley says released WWE SmackDown star was money. WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley has heaped praise on recently released SmackDown star AJ Francis, AKA top dollar. The latter, the latter was let go by the company last month, along with the remaining members of hit row. They were released not long after getting caught up to the main roster from NXT. During his recent appearance on the Wrestling Inc. Daily, WWE legend Mick Foley stated that Top Dollar was money and a powerful guy full of charisma. Quote, I'll throw a name out, AJ Francis. To me, AJ was money, Foley stated. Big, powerful guy, a wealth of charisma. He's got a rap album out. I asked AJ if WWE took issue with some of the lyrics. AJ has got some strong opinions. He's a proud black man. He makes that case known with his lyrics. I think it's a great album. He has an incredible 
knack of putting words together. A great promo guy. He said, I don't even think they know I have an album. My career took off when Bruce Pritchard overheard me talking to Shawn Michaels about this childhood dream I had to be do love. Bruce went to Vince and said, this guy has a much more interesting real life story than the one we're featuring, the fictional story. All right. Let me go over to you, Sin City Steve. What's your take on this particular article? So the the fact is, I think that um, we will see AJ Francis again in a major wrestling promotion. Um, to think otherwise is honestly short-sighted and pretty pretty dumb at this point. Um, I, I think that he definitely showed how skilled he is on the mic when he did the uh, when he did the um, the A and E documentary series or the 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 backstage thing with the um uh, the memorabilia show i forget lost, the name lost was- treasures lost treasures yes yes sorry sorry the name was escaping me um so i mean he did extremely well with that and obviously that that helped to push him into the um into a high um a high profile position with hit row and ended up being on the main roster um, unfortunately, at, as we had mentioned with, uh, those last steps, the, um, the budget cuts are something that, um, that they had to shore up, I guess. Um, otherwise, why would they have gotten rid of an act that really would allow them to, you know, to solidify certain divisions and, um, and to have a long running act in the main roster of WWE, so I think that AJ Francis will continue to get better in the ring. And um, yeah, it, it's, yeah, I, I think that we definitely have not seen the last of it and yeah, uh, he is money and we'll see what happens, but yeah, it's, yeah, it, he was, he was let go way too soon, right along with the rest of hit row. In my opinion. Thank you, man. Matt Michaels. Uh, do you agree with what Mick Foley says about um, top dollar? Yeah, except for the fact that Foley wasn't backstage and didn't know all the stuff that was going on. So that's the only thing. It's it's um, it's easy to look at from the outside and say, "Hey, this guy would have been something you could have, you know, capitalized on." Um, but unfortunately, uh, you know it. You know, what's interesting, too, is that the focus has been A.J. Francis, but not um, not Swerve and not, uh, uh, you know, the Adonis there. So um, really kind of, you know, it, it's like they were all let go together as a group. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the answer is. Um I, I agree that McFoley, you know, didn't get a chance to break out of his show or out of his his uh, shell uh, until they did the Jim Ross thing, um, and they were playing to AJ Francis's strengths by having him, you know, spit rhymes on the show and whatnot. Um, I just I I honestly think that there was someone. 
uh, or two or three people who uh, just did not like dealing with him and they got him fired or the group fired for it. So, you know, we'll see. The, the true story will be, does he end up going somewhere else and becoming a star? At which point, um, you know, WWE will probably be throwing a bunch of money towards him saying, hey, come back to us. So we'll see. Cool. Thanks for that, Mac Michaels. Truly appreciate that. I'm still coming on at a delay to them, although I'm hearing the guys at real time. So we're going to go ahead and, and cut this short. But um, it's been great hanging out uh, with you guys tonight. Uh, everyone who's listening, Merry Christmas to you all. Definitely keep listening to the podcast. We appreciate your listens. We appreciate when you tell others about us as well. We're here for your entertainment, and we hope we're doing just that. Our final words for uh, this week. I'm going to start off with you, Sin City, what you want to tell the good people. All right, folks. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, thank you for listening to the show. Um, thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you do. We appreciate you. Um, obviously it's the holiday season, so Merry Christmas, um, you know, happy holidays, whatever, whatever you celebrate, just make this season a great one. Um, just be happy, uh, find a way to make happy and make yourself happy. But also, you know, find a way to make, make a difference in someone else's life, um, over the next week or so. Um, especially you should be doing that on a regular basis anyway. Um, but in any event, yeah, just, just make the most of every day because you never know. Um, nothing's ever guaranteed. Um, and also a special shout out and special thank you to every brave man and woman that serves, um, this country, either on lands, foreign or domestic. Uh, we appreciate all the work that you do and, uh, all of our, all of our brave service members. Thank you. And our boy, John, the Storm and Mormon, we love you, brother. Merry Christmas. And uh, we hope to see you back here soon. Um, last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-sports.com. Go there for all of your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Awesome. Thank you, Sin City. Matt Michaels. Yeah, unfortunately, we lost another uh, wrestling community person this uh, past week in Jimmy Rave. Uh, Jimmy, uh, unfortunately, uh, battled some, uh, health issues, uh, in the end, uh, you know, he had an arm amputated, he had two legs amputated, uh, and he, uh, he passed away, uh, pretty suddenly, um, uh, courting to, to everyone who, uh, knew him, uh, you know, that did, did not seem like it was expected. So, uh, it's unfortunate, um. He's someone who crossed paths with many people throughout the years and uh, uh, was one of those guys that uh, had his personal demons, but you still didn't necessarily hear anything bad about him. And uh, yeah, just a sad uh, loss, uh, especially this close to Christmas. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you for that, Matt Michaels. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back next time. Till then, take care. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. <laughs>